I got to figure this out really quick. Amen. But it is good to be here. It's good to be here with the people of God. Amen. And just to be with God's church. God's church. Amen. And uh, amen. Why don't you smile at your neighbor one more time and say, it's good to see you. And smile makes everything better. Amen. I came home from working today and I seen my niece in my house. And I have a bunch of roses growing outside, so I cut her a rose real quick, and I took her a rose just to see the smile on her face. Amen. And sometimes that smile just makes everything better, and it was priceless. Amen. But it's good to see everybody tonight in the house of the Lord, and you may remain seated as I read tonight the word of the Lord. I got a lot of reading to do, so maybe I'll just talk to us tonight for a few moments, and uh, yeah. Uh, just an honor and a privilege to be here, to be able to stand behind this pulpit and preach the word of God. Amen. To preach the word of God to the people of God. And I love you guys and I appreciate every single one of you tonight. Amen. And uh, Brother Matt, can you get my text up there? Is it behind me? My, uh, I want to talk to us tonight on the difference a decision makes. The difference a decision makes. Amen. In Proverbs 12 and 15, it says, it says, the way of the Lord, the way the Lord sent me to anoint the king over his people. Hold on, that's not right. Excuse me. Let me back it up here just a moment. Can I get Proverbs 12, 15? Is that it? The way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Amen. In all that we do in living for the Lord and living for God and just growing in life, amen, we want to get to a place to where we become wiser, amen, we become smarter. And I believe that should be the goal for every single one of us today is to grow in God and to go forward and to become wise. And I am of the opinion that some things only come with age. Amen. And this is no disrespect to young people or anything like that. But some things only come with age and living a little bit. And, um, and so we, we can uh, obtain wisdom. We can obtain wisdom. And... Uh, um, that's where we want to be. We want to be growing in the Lord. Amen. There is a story that I want to read in 1 Samuel, and it's a familiar passage of Scripture. If Brother Matt, you can get that up there for me, the Scriptures I gave you. Amen. It says, And Samuel said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee king over his people. Over Israel now. Therefore, hearken unto the voice and the words of the Lord. Amen. Just keep on going, brother. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel and how he laid wait for him in the way when, when he came from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man, woman, infant, Suckling, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. 
And Saul gathered the people together, and he numbered them in Tilium, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. And then Saul came into the city of Amalek, and he laid wait in the valley. Amen. Keep on going. Verse 7. And Saul smote the Amalekites from, somebody want to help me with that? What's your translation? Havilah. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> from Havilah until thou comest to Shur, that which is over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag. The scripture told us just a few moments ago that the man of God told him, Samuel, he said, he said, utterly destroy all the Amalekites. Not, don't even leave an infant, a woman, a child, an animal. He said, utterly destroy them. But the Bible says that Saul and the people, Saul spared the people and he spared Agag. The best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good. Amen. Keep on going, Brother Matt. And would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile refused that they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned his back from following me, and he has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose up early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up him a place, and is gone, and is, and is gone about, passed on, and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came unto Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed all, the all that the Lord has commanded me to do. And Samuel said, What meaneth the bleeding of sheep in my ears, and the lowing of oxen which I hear? And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, from the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. And Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord has said to me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, When thou wast little in thine own sight, wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king of Israel. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go, and utterly destroy the sinners of the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore thou didst not obey the voice of the Lord, but thou didst fly upon the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul, said unto, and Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. And he said, And they have gone away which the Lord has sent me, and have brought Agag the king, and of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took the, of the spoil sheep, oxen, chief of things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, The Lord hath great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice and then the fat of rams. Amen. For rebellion is as, is, is as the sin of witchcraft 
and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. He hath rejected thee from being king. Amen. I know that was a long story, but I had to read it so I didn't leave anything out. Amen. And so, very interesting story here. And I know we've, if we've been around the church, we've heard this story preached before many times. But I want to talk to us today on a difference a, line, a decision makes. The difference a decision makes in our lives. Every day we are, we are presented with different situations and different decisions that we make. And some for the good and some for the bad. Amen. But Proverbs calls us a fool when we follow our own way. The word of God, the pro, in the book of Proverbs, there's, there's a lot of things to, to be had to understand that, that if, you, if you want to learn and grow in your walk with God, amen, read the book of Proverbs and you'll find things that will help you, that will grow you in your relationship with God. But what you'll find in Proverbs is a common thread. And the common thread is to, to get wisdom and to get understanding and to be wise. Amen. And, it's, and so we want to come to this place in our relationship with God to be wise. But it also says that when we follow our own ways and when we deviate, we, we act as a fool. Amen. But it is also says that, he also says that um, he that obeys or puts into practice godly counsel is wise. Amen. And when we begin to obey the word of God. And we begin to put this word of God in practice in our life. It is then when we are really being wise. It is then we are really being led of God and led of the spirit. Amen? Amen. We want to make sure that our lives, that we're not walking in the flesh, but that we're walking in the spirit so we don't fulfill the things of the flesh. And when we start to indulge in the word of God and we start to, to, to get a relationship with God. I was talking to one of the youth about it yesterday and and we, many times we misquote the scripture. The Bible says, and his word was like a fire that was shot, shut up in my bones. There is something explosive about the word of God. There is something explosive when you begin to indulge the word of God. And you begin to read the word of God. And you begin to live the word of God. Amen. We are tremendousing extreme. We are tremendousing a, a, a great revival right now in our youth group because these young men and these young ladies have developed an appetite for the word of God. Amen. Amen. You can give the Lord a hand clap of praise. He is worthy. And so it's, it's, it's like the fire, like the prophet said, Jeremiah. Shut up in my bones. We're giving Bible studies and, 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 and we're telling people about the word of God. And we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because we're drawing lines in our lives. Amen. We want to be obedient to God. Imagine that, you know, for every action, there is a reaction. Amen. And when you begin to, to, to sow into the things of the spirit, amen, then you begin to get the blessings of God. You begin to get the, the things of God, the anointing of God, the favor of God on your life. And it's the same can be said when you sow into the flesh, then you reap to the flesh. Amen. And so there is a harvest to be had for the body of Christ today. Amen. And God wants to bestow on us and give us wisdom. God wants to give us anointing. And God wants to give us power. Amen. But I believe that there are some things in our life, some disciplines that God wants to grow us in. Amen. There are some fruits of the Spirit that require discipline in our lives. Amen. Many times we, we talk about a lot of things, but we don't talk about discipline. 
It's so easy to be disciplined at our jobs and in, in, in the things that we're involved in. And we'll wear, we'll wear a suit that says McDonald's or we'll wear a suit with our name tag on it because we're disciplined to do that for our job, for our, for our employer. Amen. But when it comes to God, our, our, sometimes our disciplines become a little, eh. It's, maybe it's not heaven or hell. Or maybe it's just not that important. Amen. But I want to tell you today that we have got to obey the word of God in its entirety. Because there is a difference in your life. When you make a decision, amen, you got to make a decision that's based on the word of God. I'm telling you that the decisions that we make in our life, amen, are very imperative. They're very important. Amen. The church is, is, is not a place where, we're, where we're, we're, we're dishing out rules or we're dishing out judgment or we're dishing out this or we're dishing out that. But this, this is a safe place tonight. This is a place where the favor of God is and the anointing of God is. This is a place tonight where we can come to a service. We can come to church before service and get prayed for. Amen. This is a place where we can come, amen, and, and, and grow in God. Amen. But so living for God, there's so much that God wants to give us. But it all hinges on the decisions that we make. The writer said, choose you this day whom you will serve. It was Joshua. He said, are you going to serve the gods on the other side? Are you going to serve the one true God? Because there is blessing and there is curse. Whatever you do, the choice is yours today. Amen. It, I'm talking about the difference that a decision makes. Amen. So this incredible story about the man of God. Samuel was the man of God. It's 801. Samuel was the man of God. And he invested into Saul. He anointed Saul to be king over the people of God. He saw him. He put oil on him. He watched him grow. That's why in the reading of the story that the Bible says when he said, hey, your boy, he blew it. He disobeyed me. I told him to go utterly destroy the enemy. I told him to take away the enemy. And what he did, he kept what he was supposed to kill. There is a danger in keeping what God says to kill. Amen. Come on, I'm preaching someone tonight. There is a danger in keeping what God says to kill. There are things in our life that God doesn't want in our life, but we think that we can just put them in the back and hide them. But God is saying tonight, that thing that you're holding on to can alter your future. Amen. That thing that you're holding on to can shape your whole destiny. Amen. And so God loves us so much that he gives us the power of choice. He gives us a decision. Amen. He gives us a choice. Amen. And so the Bible says that when the Lord came unto Samuel, the man of God, the Bible says that he cried all night long. When you make a bad decision, it just doesn't affect you. It just doesn't affect you. You say, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do, and, and, and everybody else could do what they want to do, and life will go on, and it'll be fine. But I want to tell you tonight that it won't be fine, because everything that you do will affect everybody around you. Amen. The Bible says that he cried all night. And he cried and he wept sore before the Lord. Because in his mind he knew that that was it for Saul. In his mind he knew that Saul would not be anointed king anymore. Amen. And so our choices not just affect us, but they affect everybody around us. Amen. And so he said he had, you're, you're, you're the man that you've anointed, he, 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 he's been disobedient to God. Amen. He's been disobedient to what I've told him to do. 
Amen. And there's many ways that we can be disobedient. The Bible says to obey them, obey them that have the rule over you. Amen. We can be disobedient to the leadership. We can be disobedient to the pastor. We can be disobedient to the youth pastor. We can be disobedient to the bishop. We can be disobedient to our employer. We can be disobedient to our spouse. Amen. But the Bible says to, to obey them that have the rule over you. Amen. And so there's a lot of ways in our life that we can be disobedient. And sometimes it's the little things that we, that we, we cover and we say, well, it's really not that bad. You know, I really didn't, did, I didn't, I didn't take a lot. I just took a little bit. You know, um, funny story. Well, I'm on podcast. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, so we just got to be careful on what we do because a little lie is still a full lie. Right? Right? Partial truth is still not truth. Amen. And so a little of man, I really wasn't that obedient. It's still disobedient. And I'm telling you that that little bit, the Bible says that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Amen. If we want the blessings and the favor of God in our lives, if we want God to elevate our ministries, if we want God to, to intervene in our marriages, if we want God to give us a promotion on our job, amen, we have got to be obedient to the word of God. We've got to prove some absolutes in the word of God. Amen. You've got to stand for some things in the word of God. And if you'll be obedient to the word of God and you won't do it your way and you'll do it his way, amen, then God will release the power and anointing and the gifts upon your life. Amen. How many wants the favor of God on their life? Amen. I do. Hallelujah. And so Saul had all this going for him. He was tremendous. He was king over everything. The Bible said he was head and shoulders over the people. He was even good looking. He was like two of Brother Ray. He was tall. Brother was tall. He was chiseled. He had favor. He had anointing. He was a man of war. He could, he could swing the, the spear. He can kill thousands. And he, all this stuff was God-given. But one decision altered his whole life. Amen. And it's so imperative that we take the word of God and we be obedient. The Bible says it's line upon line, precept upon precept. Bible says not to add or take away from the word of God. The Bible says in the New Testament towards the end, in those smaller books, it talks about not erring from the doctrine, not erring from the truth. And when we begin to be disobedient to the word of God, I'm going to say it just the way that it is. We are erring from the truth. The Bible says if we preach or teach a different gospel, let him be accursed. When God says to kill some things in your life, you have got to kill them. Amen. It is better to obey than to sacrifice. It is better to obey than try to cover up. It is better to obey than try to justify. Amen. We live in a day and age where we want to justify everything. Where we say, well, it was just a little bit. Oh, I only went one time. I'm not going to call her no more. Or I'm not going to go to his house anymore. It's better to obey than to sacrifice. Amen. Hallelujah. And he gave him clear instructions on what to do and how to do it. Amen. 
He said, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that Am- what Amalek-, Am- Amalek did to the children of Israel. When they came out of Egypt, they were lying and waiting. When God is telling you to do something that you don't know nothing about or that you don't understand, understand tonight that God's picture and God's eyes are a lot bigger than what we can see. Amen. God was looking back at a time where they tormented the people of God. And God was, God was taking judgment on what they have did to the people. And so we've got to, be, we've got to believe the word of God. We've got to have faith to trust what God says. Amen. If God says to get rid of something, then hey, get rid of it. Amen. Amen. It, it's, not, it's not the church. It's not the youth pastor. It's not the pastor pushing his agenda. But it's, 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 it's the word of God that we preach. I can tell you that every man that stands behind this pulpit is preaching the word of God in its entirety. They're preaching because they love you and they want you to be saved. Amen. And they want what God, the best that God has for you. Amen. How many believe that tonight? Amen. I believe that's why I'm here tonight. Amen. Or else I wouldn't be here. Amen. I believe that, that our, our leadership loves the word of God. Amen. They want us to be saved. Amen. And God was saying that he had remembered what the enemy had did to them. And that's why he wanted them destroyed. And yet the Lord makes another comment to to Samuel. The Lord is talking through the man of God. The Lord is talking through the man of God to Saul. And he says, Saul, he said, I remember when you were yet small in your own mind. He said, Saul, remember when you were approachable. Saul, remember when you would listen to my voice. Amen. And so what God is saying tonight is, he says, remember to stay humble. Remember to stay obedient to what I'm telling you tonight. Because somewhere in the life of Saul, Saul thought that he knew what to do. Saul thought that he could just do whatever he wanted. Amen. Because he was king and he was given authority and he was given power. But the Lord sent the prophet to remind him. He said, you remember when you were humble. It's very imperative as the body of Christ, as the saints of the church of Abundant Life Center, that we, that we live for God in a way of humility. Amen. That we understand that his word is true. Amen. And that he is God. And he's, he is above all. Amen. Amen. And so we walk with humility. Somewhere in his life, Brother Rudy, he got arrogant. He got proud. He got lifted up. And it turned into disobedience. And the difference, a decision that was made in his life would ultimately change his whole life. Amen. Amen. And so there are a lot of things that I can talk about in this story tonight. Amen. And I'm just going to touch a few more things and and, and I'm going to stop here tonight. And I just want to point out this. We know that he kept what he wasn't supposed to keep. We We know that he was disobedient to the man of God. And we know that he tried to manipulate the man of God. But how many knows tonight that God knows and sees everything? Amen. We serve a God that is all-knowing. He's all-seeing. Amen. He knows everything. The Bible says he knows the numbers of the numbers of hair that are on your head. Amen. He, that, what that's telling you is that he knows the details of your life. 
Amen. He knows the people you talk to. He knows the intents of your heart. Amen. He knows everything about you. Amen. Decisions can either make or they can break us. Adam knows the story. The Bible says that you can have anything in the garden. Just don't eat of that one tree. And what did Adam do? He ate of the one tree. And it altered his life. It altered the life of humanity. It, didn't just, it just didn't affect Adam and Eve when he took that, that forbidden fruit. But it changed everything for everybody. Amen. Because he was disobedient to the word of God. Amen. And, and so you know the story. That, that the consequence that he paid for that. Amen. That he was kicked out of the garden. Because of the decision that he made. Amen. There's story, there's story after story in the word of God about decisions. Amen. The Bible tells us a story about a man named Samson who God had given anointing and God had given power to. Just like you and I, Samson is a mirror, I believe, of the apostolic church, Pentecostal church. The Bible says that he was a Nazarite unto God. That he was set apart for the purpose of God, for the ministry. Bible says that he didn't cut his hair. He didn't have any strong drink. He was raised away, and he was to come out and to do great exploits for God. There was a special anointing on him. There was a special power that was on him. But Samson had issues in his life. Samson had some things that he wanted more than the things that he wanted, for, that God that the things of God in his life. And in his, in his growing up, he fastened his eyes on a young lady. And he told his mother, Mom, I want, I want that young lady. And Mom said, No, son, we don't marry out of, out of uh, our tribe here. We, 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 don't, we don't go there. We don't, we don't do that. There were some perimeters that were set up to protect him. Amen. To, to keep him pure, if you will. To keep him holy. But Samson wanted what he wanted so bad that he went and got Delilah. And when he got Delilah, we know the story that Delilah really didn't care for Samson. She really didn't. The Bible says that she was working with the enemy to try to, to, to destroy him. To try to find out what his strength was. And to try to find out how come he had so much power. Amen. And so you know the story that... that that he chose to be with Delilah. Amen. And, and he had so much potential in his life. How many has ever known somebody that has a lot of potential in their life? Amen. But I want to tell you something tonight that it's not enough to have potential in your life. Somewhere in your life you have to be obedient. Somewhere in your life you have to draw a line in the sand and say, I will not go there and I will not do that. Amen. We've got to be governed by the Spirit, amen, and not by the flesh. Amen. We've got to set up. We've got to set up some of those things that I was talking about. Amen. Some of those disciplines in our life. Amen. And Samuel just did, and Samson did whatever he wanted to do. And I believe that, I believe that God, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. Right? And so God had given him a special anointing. God had given him special power. Amen. God had given him so many things that the regular person could not possess. And God, was, God is not a man that he should lie. 
God had a plan for Samson, and it was to utterly destroy the enemies of God. It was to kill what God said to kill. It was to destroy what God said to destroy. But in his life, he began to be disobedient to God. Amen. And the Bible says that you know the story that they finally catch Samson and they take him out. The Bible says they, they catch him and they cut his hair and they shave it bald and they take his power. And the Bible says that they take him to a place and all the governors and all the princes of the world are there and they're sitting upon a loft and they're laughing at him because once they feared a man that would come and destroy them. They feared a man of God who was anointed, who was powerful, who was obedient to God. And now they have him bald, blinded, with no eyes, treading in a circle, and they're making sport of him, the Bible tells us. Amen. But the word of God says, how be it, his hair began to grow. What that translation is saying is, how be it, God began to show up again. And God began to help him, and he grabs a young man. Come up here, Eddie. He grabs a young man, and he's blinded, and he's bald, and his hair is probably looking patchy. It's trying to grow back. Amen. It looks like Brother Ray's. My wife said I look like Charlie Brown. <laughs> Amen. That's all right. She's stuck with Charlie Brown. <laughs> so the Bible says that he grabs a young man, and he says, lead me to the pillars. And he's blind, and he leads him to the pillars. And the Bible says that he shakes the pillars. You can go. And he shakes the pillars. And the Bible says that he killed all those governors and princes and kings. The Bible says he killed more at that point in his life than he had ever killed. The point that I'm trying to make today is God is not a man that he should lie. And Samson was disobedient. Could it be, do not shortchange yourself today because God is going to accomplish what he said he is going to accomplish in your life. But don't alter your destiny and don't alter your future by your disobedience. Don't alter the fullness of what God wants to do in your life because you're not consecrated and because you're not obedient to God. Hallelujah. I believe that there was so much more that God wanted to do in the life of Samson, Brother Hector. There was so much more that God wanted to do. But he cut himself short because of the decision that he made in his life. Don't let it be said of you. Of Don't limit yourself today. Amen. Don't change your destiny. Don't change your future. Amen. Because of your disobedience. Amen. But I've come to challenge you tonight. Amen. Amen. To reach out to a God. There's still breath in your lungs. Amen. There's still a sound in your voice. Amen. Amen. If you can lift your hands tonight. Amen. There's still a chance for you. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Somehow, he found himself in a place accomplishing a fraction of what God wanted to do in his life. The power of choice. God's going to do it. But regardless, but I don't want a part of what God has. But I want everything that God has for me. I want all the favor of God. I want all the anointing of God. Amen. Amen. And that comes through obedience. 
amen, to the word of God and to the man of God and to the spirit of God. Musicians, if you'll help me tonight, amen. And if that's you tonight, amen, I want to be wise like the proverb says. Amen, I want everything that God has for me tonight. Young people, I want to see you guys have everything that God wants for you. Amen. But you have to obey the word of God. You've got to step out and believe God for yourself. Amen. You've got to believe that God is going to do great things. Amen. You've got to kill the things in your life that God says to kill. Amen. We've got to be the church. Samson was the model. He was, he was, he was set aside for the ministry. There was things that he didn't do. There was places that he didn't go. Why? Because he was in obedience to the word of God and to the power of God. And I'm telling you tonight, if you're going to do and be what God wants you to be, it's going to be because you find a place of obedience in your life. It's going to be because you found an altar in your life to say, hey, God, I don't care what happens. I don't care what anybody else is doing. But, God, I'm going to be obedient unto you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. If you stand with me tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bible said that the prophet told Saul, it is better to obey than to sacrifice. I wonder if tonight, if these altars are open, amen, or just right where you're at, you can come. Amen. If you'll make up in your mind tonight, I wonder if you can just make up in your mind tonight and say, hey, God, I'm not playing games with you, God. God, I'm not trying to shortchange you tonight. But, God, I just want to be obedient, God, to you. God, I just want to trust you, God. God, I know I haven't did everything just right. But, God, I want to be wise. God, I want to, let, I want to kill the things God, that you want killed in my life. And I want your word, God, Lord, to govern my life. Hallelujah. I wonder if we could just lift our hands right where we're at tonight. And let's begin to cry out to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, we love you. Oh, God. Help me, God, to be obedient. Help me, Lord, to serve you, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I love you. God, I thank you, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided. To follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided. To follow.
turning back, no turning back, though none go with me, I still will Turning back. 